Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Barron. Hello. Lil. I'm back. How are you today? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really good. We're just, you know, taking a day at a time. Yep. Trying to make our way through what it is. What it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, I want to ask you a question. Okay. What do you know about intermittent fasting? Well, I know a little bit. I have a friend who did it, and he looks amazing. He went to the doctor, and they told him, you need to you start need, eating more fat. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, so it worked for and him. It really worked wow. for him. Wow. Well, I've been trying it out this month. I, I shared that with you yes, earlier. Yes, you did. I've been trying it out this month. How's it working? Um, you know, I'm not doing it right. <laughs> I feel like if I, if I were doing it right, it would probably be working, but... Really, I, for me, unfortunately, I, I'm just skipping breakfast. That's what I'm doing. I'm just skipping <laughs> breakfast because I'm I'm not staying within my time limit, and I'm definitely like there's so much. So you're cheating. So much less to do now. So you just sit home and watch, <laughs> you know, binge watch The Office again <laughs> and again and again. So I'm just sitting there eating, you know. So I haven't gained any weight, which is good. Oh, that's good. But I haven't. I don't feel like I've gotten all the benefits from it, but, th- but there are some benefits uh, yes. to intermittent fasting, especially yes. if you do it right. Yes. And so I want to share today. Cheat. Yeah. And don't <laughs> cheat, which is what I'm, that's what I'm doing, but I want to share some of the benefits and uh, maybe explain some of the different ways that you can go th- through or go about intermittent fasting. Uh, some of the benefits they found in different studies that they've done are, are pretty clear that the plans are fairly easy to follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, a lot of them don't require counting any calories. So, some do, but not all of right. them do. Uh, they can make you healthier. And they've even found through a number of studies that it, they can delay the symptoms of Alzheimer's. Intermittent fasting plans oh. can delay some of the symptoms of Alzheimer's. So there's some real benefits there. Uh, they've also found that, generally speaking, intermittent fasting does not lead to eating disorders or slow down a person's metabolism. Oh. So some real benefits there. A couple of things to keep in mind. First and foremost, always, always, always check with your doctor before you start any new diet. And intermittent fasting you have to know, is not for everyone. Right. There are some people who shouldn't do it. People with type 1 diabetes should not do intermittent fasting. Pregnant women, lactating women. Uh, But other than that, it's something that maybe you want to consider. So some of the popular options of intermittent fasting, This the the one that I've been, I'm going to say not doing (laughs) (laughs) very well. Trying. The one that I thought I was going to do this month before this month became this month. You know, which is yes. which is saying something. Yes. But it's the sixteen eight diet, which means that you fast for sixteen hours and then you do your eating within eight hours. Oh. So for me, I've been trying to do it uh my eating time between twelve and eight o'clock at night. Oh. And I'm doing great for the twelve o'clock part. I I'm not eating breakfast and I'm 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 doing great for twelve apart. Okay. Twelve twelve o'clock part. But the eight o'clock part is my hard part. Like I find myself at ten thirty like <laughs> I'm gonna have two more bowls of cereal because <laughs> the office, right? So um, anyway, that's the first one. Experts advise that you pick an eating window that lets you finish your meals fairly early, which I'm not doing again. Uh, they're recommending from ten to six oh. uh, as maybe the ideal time. Um, for me, that's just not going to work. There's there's too many lunch meetings. There's just too many yeah. clubs and different things that are going on. So I feel, felt like I would do 12 to 8. Um, like I said, I'm not doing that great on that one. But uh, there's another way to do it. 
This is one that maybe you're familiar with, alternate day fasting. Oh, yes. You know about that yes, one, right? Yes, I do know. So that means that you limit yourself to 500 calories on one day, and then you eat basically whatever you want on the other day, and then yeah. you keep repeating that process. And and I know several people that are doing that. Yes, Mondays and Thursdays. That, those were our days. Those were the I, days. Okay, when so I tried when it you and tried cheated. it. And cheated. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then there's the 5 2 plan. So that's the one that you're doing. The 5 2 plan oh, means that you oh. incorporate two non consecutive fast days into mm-hmm. your week. So you're fasting. Fasting on your Mondays and your, mm-hmm. did you Thursday. say Mondays and Thursdays? Thursdays. Uh, and then you eat normally during the other days. So there's a variety of approaches. Yeah. And um, there are, uh, again, some real scientific data that says intermittent fasting could be a good way to go, not only for weight control, but for other benefits as well. So a couple of things to keep in mind that might help you keep your intermittent fasting on track. I should have read these at the beginning of the month. <laughs> I was going to say. Instead of at the end of the month. <laughs> So number one, here's a question that I think we all have, and that is, how do you suppress hunger while you're fasting, right? So Sleep. <laughs> that's a good one. Okay. That's a good one. Uh, they say eat high-fiber foods, oh. such as nuts and beans, fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. high-protein foods as well, including meat, fish, tofu. Uh, those are great foods to have during your eating window because they'll help you last a little bit longer. They say drink lots of water. People tend to think that they're hungry when in reality they might be thirsty. Even if you're not thirsty, it just helps fill your stomach, right? right? Uh, You can also go for black coffee or tea or cinnamon or licorice herbal teas because they say there's a possibility that these beverages may have some appetite suppressing qualities. So a few Hmm. things to keep in mind uh, during your uh, intermittent fasting. The other question, another question that people ask is when should I exercise? So uh, Krista Veraday is an associate professor of nutrition at the University of Illinois, Chicago. And she and her colleagues conducted a study where they combined alternate day fasting and exercise. They allowed the participants to pick whether they wanted to exercise on a feasting day or a fasting day. So which do you think you would want to do? A feasting day. Right. That's the one that I think most of us would have picked, right? But they found that it didn't really... Like the people didn't really necessarily all congregate to the feasting days. Like there were people that did both. And the study showed that um, the people who exercised on their fasting days seemed to have more energy for some reason. That seems counterintuitive, right? Yeah. But in this study, they found that those who were exercising on their fast days tended to have a little more energy. Yep, I cheated. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. That's just an interesting uh, result. I would not have guessed that. Yeah. Uh, another question people ask, is it okay to skip breakfast? We've just, it's been ingrained in us for our entire lives that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And, and there's some studies that do suggest that there's some real value to having a breakfast, but they do say that it is actually okay to skip breakfast. The notion that skipping a morning meal is bad for your waistline. They say likely began with studies sponsored by cereal companies. And most of that research was looking at the effects of breakfast skipping on cognitive uh, abilities for kids. So huh. kids who are going to school, somehow those studies got translated to be body weight and they're not really sure where that <laughs> correlation happened, but it happened. And so, so this idea of you got to start your day with breakfast may be a little antiquated. Maybe hmm. I'm going to use the word maybe there. The last question is how do I combat feelings of low energy or low focus during the fasting? And uh, one of the things that they say is to try drinking black coffee. It helps improve concentration and energy, and it doesn't have any calories. Uh, Not everybody likes black coffee, Uh -uh. but uh, that's something you can do. Uh, They also say take a deep breath and just give yourself a break. Mindfulness and a bit of meditation can go a long way in helping make you feel better 
during your fasting periods. Mm. And, you know, frankly, if you do it for a while, um, your body does get used to it. Yeah. Like, like, like Are I said, you used I'm, to it yet? well, I, I'm fine skipping the breakfast. I feel by 1130, 12 o'clock, I'm hungry and I'm ready for lunch, but I haven't missed breakfast per se. So you, do you grab carbs? Because that's what I would grab <laughs> at noon, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if I'm mindful enough about my eating <laughs> habits to say, yeah, I congregate to carbs or not. I definitely eat mm-hmm. like I'm ready. I'm hungry and I'm prepared to eat. And I do. Oh, uh, but I don't know if I would say your lunch is awesome. Well, some it days, awesome. some days are better than other days. <laughs> but yeah, I do try to eat proteins and mm-hmm. fruits and vegetables, but I don't turn down a Snickers bar <laughs> or a piece of pie if I someone it. offers it to me, <laughs> uh, especially during those eating hours and between eight and ten. Which are not, which are my fasting hours, but are, are still my cheat eating hours. So anyway, something to think about, right? Yeah, very uh, much it's, so. it's a hot topic and one that uh, I, I thought I learned some interesting things as I did a little bit of research on it. And maybe you can yeah. take it and put it into practice in your life. Or you can say, that's not for me. I'm going to do something else. Maybe I should try it again. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, Lil. about at 801. At 801. <laughs> <laughs> Today's guest is Suzanne Leonelli. My bestie. Yeah. Actually, great friends <laughs> of are. the games and uh, of Lil in particular. Suzanne is the CEO of Root for Kids, a local nonprofit that offers high quality child care, early head start, early intervention, and parent as teacher programs which is amazing, Suzanne, by the way. Thank you for providing that service in our local community. But for our purposes today, Suzanne was a first-year athlete last year in 2019. And uh, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And we're just excited to hear your experience of the 2019 Huntsman World Senior Games. So, how? first of all, how did you even hear about it and make the decision to be like, hey, I'm going to try it out this year. Because that last year was your first year of eligibility. Am I right? You're exactly right. Yeah. So <laughs> Don't tell anybody, though. <laughs> no, you know, I've been down in St. George for about five years. And every year I hear about the Husband World Senior Games. And I always thought, okay, when I'm of the age, I'm going to do it, that magical age. And I think most people, when they turn 50, they start to freak out. And I was excited. It's a, it's a big one, right? Yeah, it's a big birthday. I can compete now. I can compete in the Huntsman World Senior Games. <laughs> so I've always flirted with the idea of participating. But it wasn't until my best friend, Lil, started working for the Huntsman <laughs> World Senior Games. And I'm like, okay, this is a non-negotiable. No, I have to do, I that, have yeah. to do this. <laughs> oh, my gosh, this is real. So, so that's how I kind of got... Into it. Introduced to it. Mm -hmm. And I I love that because just to be, you know, honest, most of our athletes participate through an invitation of a friend uh, or or family member or coworker or uh, so much of uh, what happens at the Huntsman World Senior Games comes through a personal invitation. And uh, there are just countless stories of I came for my first year because someone invited me and I loved it so much that I invited my friend and now we've put together a basketball team and it just, it kind of grows from there. So, um, your experience is not atypical. It's, uh, actually very, very typical. Uh, and we love that because one of our mission statements or our mission statement of, of the games is to foster worldwide peace, health, and friendship. And we feel like how can you express your friendship better than encouraging someone to, participate in an event like like the games yeah so i want to i want you to tell the story of how you decided which sport to do because i think that's really important (laughs) (laughs) so 
Okay, I grew up in a really small town. I, I had 15 kids in my senior class, and I joke that we had two babies. <laughs> two kids and two babies. But fortunately, we played sports. That's what we did. Yeah. And when you have a small school like that, you get to do everything. You get to do volleyball, basketball, and track. You have and to, otherwise yeah, you don't have those programs. Yeah. Yeah. You know about that. Uh, and hey, so, I, I hear you. I come yeah, from a small town Yeah, you get that competitive well. spirit, right? And it's in the blood, and then you grow up and you go to college and you become an adult and you don't Start have those your opportunities family, your career. anymore. Yeah. 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 And so, um, when I turned 50 and I realized that I could play in the husband world senior games, I'm like, Oh shoot, what do I do? And I was joking to Kyle and Lil. And I said, what's the easiest sport to meddle in? That's the one I want to be in. And I was joking cause I'd already signed up for racquetball because I did, I used to play racquetball, play racquetball and I played quite a bit and I played competitive, but that was when I was younger and more agile and I didn't have all the aches and pains that I have now. But so yeah, I thought, okay, that's what I know. That's what I can do. And I signed up for racquetball and it was one of the best experiences of my life. So, um, you didn't have a racquetball court in your little hometown, did you? No, I actually okay. didn't play racquetball until I was probably about 28. Oh, okay. So even started. after college yeah. and you were mm-hmm. in your career and, yeah. and you were introduced to the sport. Yeah. So how were you introduced to racquetball? I'm just curious. You know, I lived in a small community called Roswell, New Mexico. I've I heard of Roswell, New Mexico. And we joined the, it was a, a racket club there and we joined that and we just started playing and I had some girlfriends that played and we started playing competitive and then I moved from Roswell to Salt Lake and I had a really hard time finding a connection in that group of, of racquetball players. So then I joined the sports mall in Salt Lake and found a really good group of racquetball players and we became friends. And most of them were older and they actually played in the senior games and they would come down the five years that I've been here, they would come down <laughs> and every you'd year. you reconnect with them. Yeah. And they would stay and we would hang out. And the one cool thing that I think I got the most out of the Huntsman senior games was that I hadn't played racquetball until probably, what, two or three weeks before the games, yeah. and I didn't have anybody to play with. And so I coerced one of my friends who was quite a bit younger than me, Tara Thompson, became <laughs> my my coach and my <laughs> court partner, and she had never played before either. But one of the things that happened was I felt like I automatically got adopted into this culture of racquetball again. Yeah. And I met some amazing people here in St. George who play all the time. And so this adoption kind of was a new birth for me that, oh, I have new friends now. I I know where I can go and I know where I can play. And they have the same passion and the same interest. So it really does create these lifelong lasting connections with people that I wouldn't have had otherwise. I would have missed that opportunity had I not have competed. Oh, I love that. And I think it's so cool that you've recognized that and, and, yeah. and, and found it again, you know, because... Uh, it's, and I think we're feeling it as much now as we've ever felt as a, as a culture and as a greater community because we don't have the sports anymore, right? Right. I mean, we just we just don't because of COVID nineteen. There's so many right. things that have been canceled and and postponed, and you know, from professional down to your local five Ks. Like we just, it seems like we don't have those right now. And there, sports is such an important community that that many of us who participate belong to and uh, for you to have recognized that community and then also to have recognized the adoption back into it. I think that's really cool. I think again, it goes right in line with our peace, health and friendship uh, concept. Let me ask you this. So you, you played, you started in your late twenties, you played for a while. 
uh, you kind of lost connection to the sport. When you went back into those courts with your uh, goggles on and your your headband and your <laughs> and our uh, nice your, outfit and your nice outfit, yes. of course, your nice outfit. Yes. <laughs> uh, did it feel like the proverbial riding a bike and you were right back into it and no, ready to go? There's no or? muscle memory with <laughs> okay, that. <was> not- <laughs> It was ugly. You were starting over. (laughs) But I think that's the other thing I want to relay to people is it's such an incredible opportunity. And it's an opportunity to just put your pride to the side and step on the court. If you haven't played for a while, you're not the best. I was on the court with some of the best people in the world. I mean, literally the best people in the world. And they were so kind to me. They were so fun. And just that experience of I didn't have to be the best, but... And it's okay. It's okay to be yeah. second in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and we were uh, proud of that, too. Yeah. We yeah. And I had my own little cheering section. <laughs> we were there. Sports, we were there. sports bring us together. They yeah. really do bring us together. And I, I think I, I love, again, what you said, because you've just described um, especially senior sports. You know, because I think I think there is a difference and that's not to say that senior athletes don't want to win or that they're not competitive. That's wholly false. They, they want to win. They are competitive. They want to do their best. Mm-hmm. But there is a feeling of community and camaraderie and friendship that just permeates senior sports across the board, not only at the Huntsman World Senior Games, but at any other event where you're at. There's really this sense of, you know, let's raise everybody up and right. let's work together and. You know, if, if there's a way that uh, an athlete can help another one, we just see that all the time, whether yeah. it's helping them be a better competitor or find the best restaurant to eat at in town or whatever that is. There's just a real sense of community and friendship. Would, would you agree with that? I totally would agree. And I had kind of both experiences when I stepped into it. I was, you know, I'm kind of more the social person. I do things because of the connection and meeting people and wanting to have fun. And I was practicing and there was a couple of guys that were there and they had played the previous year. And I said, oh, how was it? I said, I heard it's a lot of fun. It's a real social sport. And he's like, oh, no. They'll kick it's your butt. It's They'll kick roll. your butt. They're going to kill you. I said, oh, no. I heard it's like a sorority and fraternity. Everybody's having fun. Oh, no. They're going to kill you. <laughs> and the reality was when I stepped in on the court, they did kill Both me. Both were true. Both <laughs> and were it true. was a sorority. I mean, we had fun. We were hanging out. We were eating together, joking, and you know, just having that friendship that, again, y- you don't have unless you take advantage of that opportunity. And I think the other thing that I want to say is that I became an ambassador. I became an ambassador early on. And my goal this year is to get 100 new participants in the games because I want people to have the same experience. And we have this incredible opportunity here in our backyard. And I don't think our local people take advantage of it as much as they should. So I would like to challenge others who are the magical age of 50 (laughs) to join me and have fun. Yeah, I, you have talked some of our friends into you're going to do the triathlon. Triathlon, yes. Yeah. The team triathlon, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Lil's going to join. Oh, She's no, doing that's not, not the triathlon, <laughs> no. but you're going to pick a game. Yes, you're I gonna am pick going a game. to do a game. Yeah, so we Probably have several people who have not ever participated <laughs> mm-hmm. that are now In your going group to of friends that will yes. now do that. Yes. And again, that's how the games become what it becomes. It's right. just those personal invitations of friends inviting friends, yeah. uh, competitors inviting their best yeah. competition to come because yeah. this is the time I'm going to win. That's uh, right. You know? um, yeah, and I, th- I do think you're right. I think that there is an, an element 
uh, locally here in the city of St. George of maybe some intimidation of, wow, this is the world senior games. These athletes are coming from everywhere. I, I can't compete. Um, but I, I feel like there's a level of competition for everyone in, in every right. case that we can. And not every sport lends itself to this, mm-hmm. but in every case that we can, we divide the competition up by not only age group, which is very easy to do. That's just a birth right. date, right. but also by skill level. And a number of our sports are able to do that. And so if you've ever felt local or otherwise, if you've ever felt that intimidation of, oh, I don't know if I could compete at the World Senior Games, a couple of things to keep in mind. Number one is, yes, the athletes do come from all over the place, all over the United States, all over the world. We have uh, last year we had 34 different countries represented. We had all 50 states that were represented at the game. So they come from everywhere. Uh, but oftentimes you're able to compete on a level playing field where you're competing at the same age. And in many cases at the same skill level. And I, I love what you shared, Suzanne, about just t- taking that risk, you know, because it can mm-hmm. be a little frightening, a little mm-hmm. intimidating, a little scary. But set your pride aside, see where you stack up, and then then you know where you are, and then you can work from there. You know, you can work on improving. So I'm, I'm curious if you have continued to play racquetball throughout the year or if you've kind of set it off to the side and done other things and going to pick it back up or, or if you're, if you've done the racquetball and now you're going to move on to other things. Um, I started playing golf again. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's only so much time in the day. So. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, definitely I do. I am planning to get into racquetball here pretty soon as soon as all this. Yeah. Once we're able to get yeah, back once to we our get clubs back to some and, normalcy, yeah. but the secret is this gentleman told me, he said, you know what the secret is, Suzanne, right? Like I have no idea what's the secret. <laughs> Please tell me he the said, secret. He said, if you can't outplay them, you outlive them. <laughs> he gets a medal just for showing up he because 91. he's 91. Yeah. 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 There <laughs> so is that's my goal to is that. to outlive everybody. There is something <laughs> to that, that gold medal. in senior sports, especially. Yeah. And uh, I, I hear that tongue in cheek and the twinkle in their eye as they say that. And, and I, I love that as well. So you, you had the first year athlete experience. Um, Sounds like it was a good experience. Outside of the competition, did anything else stand out to you? The ceremonies, the social, and anything that you were able to compete in, or, or excuse me, participate in that was like, wow, this is pretty cool. I think it's all, it's a package. You know, we went to the opening games. We went to the closings. We, I was a, um, what is it? You have those parties, the socials. Our socials, I yeah. became a social crasher. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I started going to all the other socials and meeting people from all over. Just it, It's just fun. It's the whole the whole package, yeah. I, I don't know. You just have to experience it all. It's great. You know, and I think one thing that she's touching on there is, um, you know, as, as we are um, employees, we go to these socials. And so I drag her with me to yeah. some of them. And, and I said, even the golf social, how fun that was to meet these people. 81-year-old John Garner, you know, who from Petal, Mississippi. And I said, it was just <laughs> so fun to get to meet these people. It is definitely a, an amazing... There's a special feeling and Absolutely. a special spirit about it, for sure. We've only got about 15 seconds. Any advice that you would have for someone who's out there potentially going to be a first-year athlete but sitting on the fence? I would say just do it. Like I said, put your pride to the side. Know that you're going to walk out with new friends, new fellowship, new experience. Just just do it. Just, just do like Nike said, yeah. just, just do, do it. it. Just do it. Sounds like good advice. Suzanne, thank you so much for thank joining you. us today. Thanks for being a thank first year you. athlete of and course. starting the uh, the trek to become one of our 15 year athletes, our 20 year athletes, <laughs> our right. 25 year athletes. We do celebrate 
longevity and endurance at the games and uh, keep working towards that 15 year ring. I will. And then the Leatherman's jacket, right? Yeah, uh-huh. at 30. At 30 years, we got a Leatherman's jacket. So awesome. anyway, thank you so much for Thank joining you. us today and Thanks. we look forward to uh seeing you at the games in october thank you now speaking of that lil yes registration is open yes it is let's make sure that people are aware of that uh we're getting questions and phone calls from people that are fair questions about are we going to have Very the games good. there are so many events that have been canceled right now lil the answer is yes yeah uh we're hoping that everything gets settled and uh, back to normal by the time october rolls around If you're concerned about making that commitment and wondering about your registration fee, just know that our policy will be if the games are canceled, that you will get a 100% refund of your registration fee, or you can choose to have a voucher that will be good for the 2021 games. And I know there's travel and there's, there's a lot of things that go into a decision like this, but don't let fear of losing your registration fee keep you from being a part of the games. You can register today at seniorgames.net. The dates for the 2020 games are October 5th through the 17th. Mm-hmm. And we just want to remember or remind you to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show and we turn it into a podcast. And you can subscribe to that podcast pretty much anywhere that podcasts are found. If you're listening by podcast, take a moment, give us a rating, write a quick review. You can find this as well as previous shows right on our website, SeniorGames.net. So check that out. Our inspirational thought for the day, Lil. You ready? I'm ready. Coming together is a beginning. Keeping together is progress. Working together is success. Very nice. Until next Thursday, stay active. Stay active.